Today is February 5th, 2007, and this is the Privacy Podcast. I'm Aaron Titus, podcasting sort of live from a closet. Email me with privacy questions or comments, privacy at aarontitus.net. This is show number 11, Social Security Numbers and Transcripts. Most of us know the annoyance of looking for a new job. Many potential employers use transcripts to verify scholarship before hiring, which means that current and former students can often mail out dozens of transcripts to organizations they may never have contact with again. While anyone who has been through this process would agree that it's a hassle, it's also dangerous, even if you're a student in some nationally ranked colleges. I work full-time, but I also attend law school at the George Washington University. George Washington is a part of a distinct minority of nationally ranked schools that places three pieces of information necessary for identity theft on their transcripts, that is, your name, birth date, and social security number. Each time a student sends a transcript to a prospective employer or other organization, that information is captured, logged in a database, and stored indefinitely. And, of course, the more places you disseminate your social security number, the higher your risk for identity theft. The problem is so pervasive in the District of Columbia that the D.C. Attorney General warns, quote, avoid providing your social security number or other personal information to prospective employers until you have verified the legitimacy of the organization and their need to verify your background. So I called the registrar's office and tried to get a transcript with the social security number hidden. Oh, and by the way, GW stands for George Washington, not the contemporary George W. that we know. Anyway, GW systems are not set up to hide social security numbers on transcripts, and that's a real problem. In the current climate of identity insecurity, students need to be able to withhold it from third parties who have no need for their social security number, including places where they may apply for employment. But the registrar defended GW's practice, citing the American Association of Collegiate Registrars and Admission Officers, or ACRO for short. Their name is pretty self-explanatory. ACRO recommends placing the social security number on university transcripts for convenience and universality. I was surprised to find that, according to the ACRO 2003 Academic Record and Transcript Guide, which is a publication they put out, 79% of national colleges and universities used the SSN on transcripts in 2003. Since the study was four years old, I decided to do another survey myself. In January 2007, I personally contacted the registrar's offices for U.S. News and World Report's top 126 national universities. Yes, all 126 of them. I asked each registrar two questions. One, Is a student's social security number printed on official transcripts? 2. If so, may students request that their social security numbers be withheld from the transcript? All 126 registrar's offices responded. And a lot has changed in the last four years. As of January 2007, roughly two-thirds of nationally ranked universities printed student ID or only a partial social security number, such as the last four digits, on official transcripts. For instance, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Princeton, and Duke 
do not use students' social security numbers on transcripts at all, while Georgetown and Berkeley print only the last four digits. Placing the SSN on transcripts is even illegal in some states, including New York. Fourteen nationally ranked schools print the SSN on transcripts, but allow students to withhold it upon request. Now, as you can tell, there's quite a bit of difference between the 2003 ACRO study and my own. Now, the stark contrast between the two surveys may be partially due to the schools sampled, or perhaps during the last four years there has been a major sea change in this area. Regardless, one thing is certain. My university is in the small minority of its peer institutions when it comes to protecting student social security numbers on transcripts. I posted links to graphs of the results on my website, aarontitus.net slash privacy. Last year, GW instituted non-SSN student IDs as the primary form of student identification. It was nothing short of a Herculean and heroic feat. But however significant, it represents only one step in securing students' identities. In the face of increased threats, students require more control over their financial and identity security than some universities currently provide. Now, incidentally, I'm not just blogging about this problem. I'm actually doing something about it. I've authored a letter to the university, which I'll send tomorrow. In addition, the Student Association Senate is expected to pass a resolution tomorrow in support of my letter, and I'm working on getting support from various deans. And I plan to soon send a letter to ACRO requesting that they reevaluate their recommendations. I'll let you know how it all goes. Well, before I go, here's this episode's privacy tip. Remember, no matter what anybody tells you, the social security number is not an identification number, period. Now, if you're dealing with somebody who doesn't understand that concept, simply ask them one question. Are you going to deduct social security benefits from my tuition or from my monthly payment? If not, you don't need it. If they really need a unique number to identify you, you can offer them your credit card number because you should be reasonably certain that no one else is using it. Even if you're a former student, check your university's transcript policy. Some former students find the need for transcripts on occasion. If you're a current student, also check your college's transcript policy. If it doesn't allow you the protection you need, make sure that you voice your concern to someone who can actually make a difference. I really appreciate listener feedback. Send email to privacy at erintitus.net or leave a note online, www.erintitus.net slash privacy. You can access this podcast at erintitus.net slash privacy, iTunes, or other major podcast directory. Music today was Zoom and Home by The Tyler, online at podsafeaudio.com. Transcripts from this or any other show are available upon request. Sort of live and sleep-deprived from my closet, I'm Aaron Titus.